Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, coming to you live as we do every week from the upstairs room at Half Hill's own Lazy Turnip Inn. And it's listener letter time. Uh, sort of. We're changing our format a bit this week because we have a very special interview lined up for later in the show. So, Velmic is joining us at the top of the show with a letter from his cousin, Demesis. Hey there, Tosh. Hey there, buddy. Hey, you know, from what you told us last week, I guess Demesis has joined other champions to defend the Vale. How's she doing? Have you seen her? Yes, yes. She come home a few days ago for a little rest. Her spirits are good, and like other champions, she is hopeful and determined to defeat this threat. But, uh, Tush, she looks so tired. There is so much to do against Nazat and the Black Empire. I am thinking she's little overwhelmed. Oh, dear, that doesn't sound good at all. So, I guess she gave you a letter to read for the listeners? Yes, before she go back, she give me letter to read. So, she writes, Dear Tosh and listeners, It's very bad out there. As bad as Argus in some ways. On Argus, everything was destroyed. Nothing could be saved. We are just trying to stay alive. In the Vale, there are things to be protected, and that makes it harder. We feel we must protect the Seat of Knowledge at all cost. Without that, I am thinking the whole of Pandaren history will be lost. The corruption is already strong at the bottom of Mogoshan Palace. I've joined up with a small group of others who work to keep it from spreading up. It is thankless work because as soon as we turn our attention to other places, they come back. We didn't realize for quite a while that the corruption is deep within structure, at its very roots. But we persevere. We are determined it will not spread upward if we can help it. Demesis. Wow, well, one hardly knows what to say. Obviously, when you see her next, please let her know that everyone here in Half Hill and throughout all of Pandaria, I'm sure, is grateful for what her and the others are doing. It's so tragic that this happened in the Vale, just as it was fully recovered to its original beauty. I will, Tosh. So, I guess you don't need me for rest of show today. Uh, no. As you heard me say, we've a little something special lined up for the second half of the show this week. But, hey, you get the day off to spend it with Alice. That's good. Right? Oh, okay. Sure, sure. But, uh, next week? Oh, absolutely, yes. Next week we get back to wandering with Velmic. And Demesis. Wandering with Velmic and Demesis. Oh, really? I... I guess I just assumed, since she's off fighting, I kind of figured you'd want to change the name of the feature. No, no, it stays wandering with Velmic and Demesis. Uh, okay, so, until then, Dionys Aka, my friend. Dionys Aka, uh, See you next week. And now, on with the news. 
Reports are spreading throughout Azeroth that champions have entered Nihilotha to directly confront the old god Nazoth and bring an end to his attempt to restore the Black Empire. Shockingly, early reports are that Prince Rathion, despite his efforts to aid champions in obtaining the tools necessary to bring Nazoth down, may have succumbed to the corruption and is confronting champions as they enter Nihilotha. The Half-Hill Report will continue to monitor this story and provide updates as we receive them. Hey folks, you'll never feel betrayed when you shop with the fine vendors of Half-Hill Market. You know, with all the shocking and bad news out there in the world, isn't it nice to know that there's a place that you can count on to always offer you the very best deals for all your home and garden needs? Well, that place is Half-Hill Market. Open every day, all year round. A world of shopping, right here in our own backyard. Checking the Azeroth calendar, there's a little less than a week left in the Lunar Festival, so you still have the chance to visit with the spirits of our revered ancestors and benefit from their wise counsel. And in exactly one week, Azeroth's two-week-long celebration of romance, the Love is in the Air Festival, kicks off. So, whether you're looking for a gift for that special someone, or are looking for a special someone, this wonderful festival is just the ticket. Well, I've been promising a very special interview for the second half of the show, and that time has come. This week, the Half Hill Report is very pleased to welcome Jan Ironchin, former starting left inside strongback for the Mighty Mushans of Half Hill Ag, as our official sports reporter. Jan, welcome to the show. Hey there, buddy. Hey, you know, I can't tell you what a surprise it was when you asked me to be a part of this. Well, uh, Jan, if you recall, you did ask me whether we needed a sports reporter. Oh, really? Did I do that? Uh, yeah, when I interviewed you at your wedding. Oh, <laughs> Well, I had been drinking quite a bit that day. The whole thing's really sort of a blur, you know? Uh, okay, well, moving along then. So, Jan, I can't tell you how many letters we've received since we started reporting on the Mooshans asking me to explain the game. You're kidding. No, no. So, I figured a great way to start would be for you to explain the basics of the game for those who might not be familiar with it. Wow, okay. Oh, jeez, where to start? Well, the basics of the game are pretty simple, really. You got two teams, a field, a ball, two scoring zones, and the object of the game is to score more points than the other team before time runs out. Uh, okay, well, that could actually describe a, a lot of games. Well, sure, but, you know, like a lot of games, you can learn the basics in a few minutes and then... Spend the rest of your life figuring out the nuances. I mean, I could sit here for the next couple of hours talking about offensive strategies, defensive schemes, statistics. Uh, we don't have that kind of time, unfortunately. Yeah, neither do I. Besides, all of that really doesn't describe the beauty and flow of the game. Listen, the best way to really discover the game is to find a friend who really knows it, doesn't mind answering a bunch of stupid questions about it, and go to a game with them. Uh, okay, that, that sounds like great advice. 
let's try this. Let's start with your history with the game. How did you get started? Well, like a lot of Pandarans, it all started with my dad going to games with him, tossing the ball around in the field after we finished up working on the farm. You know, he even bought me my first piece of gear. Really? Well, why don't you tell us about that? Okay. So, there were a couple of rough years on the farm when I was a cub, and things were kind of tight for my family. I mean, we weren't exactly starving, but there weren't a lot of coppers for extras, you know? But my dad knew I really wanted a real game headgear for Wintervale. Well, I didn't find this out till years later, but you know, my dad took a second job to earn a few extra coppers to buy me that piece of headgear. He's quite a guy, my dad. Yeah, it sounds like it, but you said you didn't find out about it till much later. How'd you find out? Did your dad tell you? Oh, no, he'd never say anything about something like that. You know, my mom kept that little piece of headgear for years. She even still had the scroll that showed how much he paid for it. So when I made it onto the Mushan, she wrapped it up with the scroll stuck in it and gave it to me for Wintervale and told me that story. Wow, that's... That's amazing. Yeah, I got some pretty great parents. Anyway, I ran around with that little piece of gear for years, tossing the ball with friends and playing in pickup games in open fields, just like any other Pandaren cub. I didn't have much of a knack or brains for the offensive side of things, but since I was so much bigger and had a little bit of speed, I ended up playing defense most of the time. And the rest, as the saying goes, is lore. So you... You mentioned your size, and I do have to say, you're quite a bit bigger than a lot of Pandarans. Do you eat any kind of a special diet or anything? Oh, boy, am I glad you mentioned food. You know, I spent the day at one of the refugee shelters here for those poor folks fleeing the Vale, passing out food and supplies. I didn't get a chance to eat myself. Would you mind if I ate something while we talked? No, no, not at all. Please, go ahead. Hey, thanks, buddy. I just happened to bring along a bowl of noodles. Let me grab it here. Oh, wow. That's, uh, that's quite a large bowl of noodles. You know, I could really call that a Super Bowl. Beg pardon? I said it looks like a Super Bowl. <laughs> sure, I guess so. Is there something funny about that or something? I... Never mind, it's not important. So, you've been playing since you were a cub. Tell us about how the game has changed over the years. Well, of course, the biggest change in the game ever was back in my dad's day when they introduced the forward cast. Oh, really? I just kind of assumed that's always been part of the game. Oh, no, that came along later. You know, back in the early days, it was mostly a running game and pretty low scoring, so... The forward cast really changed things. My dad said it was the worst thing that ever happened to the game and made the single inner back and outside swift backs way too important. But there's a saying in the game, live by the cast, die by the cast. Oh, really? How, how is that? Well, you know, some teams really depend on the forward cast and they just don't have any kind of balance in their offense. If you know that's their main play, then you don't have to worry about covering the short field against the run. But you gotta watch out for that because a good single inner can trick you into thinking a forward cast is coming and then just run straight to the gaps. Plus, they've really softened the game recently to protect the single inner back. 
So that's been a change after you started playing, protecting the, the single inner. Any other big changes? Well, of course, there was the introduction of the triple critical, which honestly, as a defensive trench player, I kind of hate because it makes you spread to defend deeper and wider. And as I said, the rule changes to protect the single inner who's executing the long forward cast for the triple makes it really tough for the defense. I mean, you can hardly touch him anymore without getting a penalty. Sure, but I'm guessing that made things a little safer. Yeah, it's safer, boring, same thing. Uh, okay, good point. Listen, I'd like to wrap it up with your predictions for the Mooshans this year. Oh, boy, you know, we had a really tough season last year. And, you know, we only won the one game against the Fells in that last game of the season. But with LG Wintail coming back to the single inner position with a season of experience under her belt and some of the other returning players, I think they may surprise a few teams. Thanks, Jan, for a fascinating view into the game from a former player. We'll look forward to more reports from you as the season gets closer. Thanks, buddy. Hey, march on, Mooshans. As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn in the heart of Half Hill, the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. Next time you're in Pandaria, stop by and say hello, won't you? And when you do, make sure to order up a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pandarans at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Well, thanks for joining me again this week, folks, and be sure to tune in later this week for another fun and information-filled episode of Hang On, Hang On, I Know This One, the weekly quiz show about current events in Azeroth. See you next week, folks, and remember, free Pandaria. The Half Hill Report is a fan-created fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Half Hill Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Half Hill Report or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.